All right, welcome to Personality Lounge. Um, today is going to be the last episode of the season, um, and I'm going to be working on getting some upgrades for doing some more recordings here very soon. Uh, but I haven't gone over Myers-Briggs yet, so I've gone over cognitive functions, which it kind of covers Myers-Briggs, but I figured it would be a good idea to just quickly go through Myers-Briggs and just uh, hit up on each type, maybe talk a little bit more in stereotypical terms um, about each type, but um, kind of just go from, from that direction. Um, anyway, just to give a little history about Myers-Briggs, um, they, uh, they found Carl Jung's book, Psychological Types, which talks about all the different cognitive functions and all these different things. And she said that it was very similar to a personality theory that she's already kind of come up with. And anyway, so she developed uh, uh, off of Carl Jung's um, theories, the Myers-Briggs type indicator assessment and then went during like World War II and uh, thought of it as like a very helpful tool to help women in the workforce uh, as they were looking for jobs in the uh, war times during that time. So it's, it's really interesting because um, since then it's been used at all sorts of places um, for hiring, for all, you know, position um, finding and all sorts of different things based on these perceived like strengths and weaknesses that types have. Um, there's of course a lot of criticism with it because like unlike Carl Jung's theory where there isn't types um, with Myers-Briggs there's types and so you get uh, you know 16 different types of the way that they kind of uh, play them out um, and then if you correlate it to things like the big five test um, the biggest thing that it's missing is neuroticism um, as far as that, so like if people want to try to correlate these over, I think it is possible to do so somewhat, but that neuroticism one, uh, there's very little indicator from these like cognitive functions. If you're going to be high in neuroticism, things like that, it's, uh, kind of has to do with other factors. So, um, getting into these then, so just going over like the, the letters, um, so there's introvert, extrovert, intuitive, sensor, which is like NS, um, the thinker, feeler, T and the F, and then the perceiver and the judger. And so those are the, uh, the um, letterings, if you will, of Myers-Briggs. So like everybody kind of gets put into a box. If you score on a test above 50% or below 50%, you're kind of locked into that, which is not necessarily how Carl Jung wanted it because he sees everyone as kind of like that sliding scale factor of that we all have uh, some of everything and so that kind of like plays into how it all works um, anyway and then of course there's a, all sorts of criticism about Myers-Briggs as well um, like you know people saying it's a fad it's like astrology which um, I think you can very much kind of say that that's like it is a fad it is a simple method of teaching people about yourself or learning about yourself and i think that that's why it sticks but as far as it being like a real thing uh to look at your personality i definitely recommend the big five or hexaco i like those um tests way better than the myers-briggs but i do love myers-briggs too um so 
and I, I've tested more people on Myers-Briggs than I have on any other test. So it's been uh, a great um, journey learning about these types. So I'm going to go through these types in uh, order of NTs, NFs, um, SJs, and SPs, the temperaments, and uh, just talking a little bit about each type so that we can kind of get to know them a little. And then uh, in future episodes, I'll talk more in detail about each one of these um, going into the second season. So anyway, to start off, INTJ, uh, very introverted type. They uh, love to I, I really like hypothesize deep ideas. They are usually um, somewhat in management positions uh, and they they are fairly good at managing resources and time and all these different things, making sure it flows really smooth um, and juggling a lot of different pieces all at once. Um, they usually are fairly well put together, um, scheduled. Judges, of course, are kind of like known for that. But INTJs are very interesting just because in their cognitive stack, it goes introverted intuition first then extroverted thinking. So they're very objective with objective facts that way. And then introverted feeling. So INTJs tend to definitely have uh, somewhat of an ego sometimes. Um, and then the last trait as uh, external sensing of you know what's going on around them, things like that. So that's INTJ. ENTJ uh, is definitely more of an extrovert. They like to take command of a room. They like to tell you how to do things, um, and like the, they're very like opinionated and objective with those thoughts. So it's like they usually do have the right answer. So I definitely listen to ENTJs when they have something to teach you. Um, ENTJs they uh, they tend to um, be a little bit more reserved in their actions, and uh, when they take them, it's very like towards like their end goals and things like that. So they're, they're usually on the go towards those types of objectives um, and very little like leisure time as far as that type of stuff goes. But they, uh, they're very keen, they love to debate, they, uh, they're smart um, and they usually can see through things. So um, their cognitive function stack because they start with objective thinking or sorry, external thinking. Um, which is objective uh, they tend to be super factual to whatever it is so if you are going up against an ENTJ try to uh, understand that what they're trying to say isn't necessarily meant as like some harsh criticism or anything like that it's usually just super objective and there's no feeling behind those because it's their last trait so yeah uh, external thinking internal intuition how does things play through external um, sensing like things around them and then the last trait is external or internal feeling which uh, uh, is their last trait so it definitely makes sense that they're way more objective than uh, subjective feeling and that type of thing so uh, just something to be aware of them INTPs they um, they're kind of everywhere they like to learn about a whole bunch of different subjects um, they are introverted, so they love to kind of be to themselves, take some alone time, like recharge that way, especially if they're around people. Um, they usually will get into deep conversations. They like to be around those types of things. 
Um, they have deep database knowledge, usually about, like I said, everything. Um, and uh, I don't know, they love to teach. Um, so if you give them a moment to really teach, they'll, they'll do so. Um, but INTPs, they're known for uh, kind of being a little bit of a know-it-all, of a super nerd, um, and uh, a debater, and somewhat disagreeable. Uh, so very interesting type. Um, and of course, they're full of ideas because the way their function stack works is their internal thinking first, which is like database knowledge, uh, to external intuition, which is all of the ideas that they can derive from their database knowledge and uh, things like that, kind of like Einstein would uh, come up with things. Um, and then uh, internal, oh, sorry, um, yeah, external intuition, internal sensing, what's happening inside, and then external feeling of what's happening around them. Um, INTPs, because external feeling is their last trait, can be a little aloof on other people's feelings, and so that's something to be aware of with them. Um, and they can be a little bit uh, like the ENTJ in that aspect of that they're a little too factual or uh, objective-based, uh, even though they have subjective thinking of all about what the idea is, not necessarily like the, the objective object in front of you. So ENTPs, uh, they're very sociable, they're fun. I would say ENTPs are very argumentative as well. They love debating. They love challenging the status quo, uh, coming up with different ways to do things that people probably wouldn't have thought. They um, are somewhat of a mess, probably uh, uh, <laughs> like ADD describes it very well, kind of all over the place. They probably have a lot of knowledge of all sorts of different things. They'll like get into a project really deep and then drop it and go into something else. Um, they tend to be a lot more social. So they're like INTPs, but extroverts in that way, even though uh, their first trait is extroverted um, intuition. And so it's all these ideas that they'll filter through their internal thinking. So they'll come up with like all the ideas and then filter it through if they work. And then their next trait is external feeling, which is kind of how you know everyone, the room feels, all that type of stuff all the way through uh, to um, internal sensing as their last trait. So like they're very uh, sociable, like I was saying, um, and they love to kind of like profess uh, and like kind of go on tangents a little too much. So um, you can usually tell any NTPs in the room because they're, they're the loud one. <laughs> so anyway, um, so that's the NTs, the NFs, INFJ. Um, INFJs are very sweet people. I would say that sometimes they can be a little harsh with uh, uh, getting to the facts and it probably has something to do with their function stack, which I'll go to in a minute, um, because they, uh, they're definitely more of a thinker type of the feelers. So they're kind of like this um, hermit, if you will, of the, the thinkers. Um, and so they they tend to be like very caring and giving to those around them. They love ideas. They love talking about deep things. They don't uh, like conf conflict a lot. They will try to solve the conflict if there is conflicts. 
Um, they definitely like people to get along, and they like uh, a lot of um, maybe what their own subjective idealism is, so whatever kind of thoughts that they have as far as that goes. So they like that type of thing. Um, their function stack, INFJ, their first uh, function is internal intuition, and that is uh, followed by external feeling. So it's like, how do things play through, and then how does the group feel and then their second or third trait is uh internal thinking um and so it's like database knowledge that type of thing and the last trait is external sensing so um it's really interesting how that works because they do care a lot about the other people in the room given that external feeling but they're very subjective thinkers and deep thinkers because they have that introverted uh, intuition and introverted thinking so it it gets them into some interesting waters with uh, how much they put onto themselves because of that. But um, they're a great type. And then uh, anyway, so INFP is um, I would say the super feelers of the uh, Myers Briggs Zodiac. And so like INFP is. Um, they they tend to like really feel deeply about what's going on around them like internal feeling is very subjective feeling so they'll think about the object subjectively and how they feel about it and so like they're very deep into say their own like idealism uh they get caught up on things to the point where they obsess about them um but they take care of everyone around them. So some of their obsessions could be the people in their lives, uh, the experience that they all have, all that type of stuff. They love explaining things in a way that makes you feel the way that they felt when they learned it. So it's a like a, it's an INFP trait for sure with that. And it, it probably has to do with their internal feeling. Um, their function stack is internal feeling first then external intuition. So it's a little different than an INTP being internal thinking. So they're subjective feelers. Then they come up with all these ideas. Then it's internal sensing, how they feel internally. And the last trait, of course, is external uh, um, thinking. So they, uh, they do have like some objective side to them um, as far as their function stack goes. But INFPs, I feel like, are very like caring to the people around them. They're never selfish with their time. I haven't met anybody that has a big ego at all that's INFP. Um, even though uh, ego is the uh, the internal um, feeling trait, so like internal feeling is ego, then world external feeling is world then ego. So, but usually, like if they have an ego, it's rooted in. Um, some type of principle or something that doesn't allow it to really show. So I, I think that they do a really good job um, being like a super feeler that way. So, and, and their, uh, their opposite is um, the next type, which is ENFJ. Um, ENFJ, they are, their first trait is external feeling and then uh, internal intuition. And so, the way that most ENFJs that I've met have been is very extroverted. They they love going after their goals, their tasks. They tend to be very confident in whatever they're doing. 
Um, and then uh, because of their function stack, the way that it's set up, they care about everybody that's around them. So they want to uh, help, you know, with the way everybody feels around them. And then they think like the internal intuition of like, how does that play through um, all the way through to, uh, you know, following up and being really good at that type of stuff. So, and anyway, ENFJs, the ones, like I said, I met, they, uh, they have been super happy. They're usually like, I've never met an ENFJ that's super down on themselves. They usually are very connected to, uh, feelings, their feelings, other people's feelings, um, the world, spiritual feelings, all these different things. They are, they, they tend to be leaders in that aspect. So, um, usually if you go to like a retreat of some sort or anything like an ENFJ is probably one of the people that kind of helped put it all together. So, um, ENFP is, uh, kind of like an all over the place ADD mess. Um, I would say most ENFPs, they probably have like their fingers in a whole bunch of different projects and, uh, they have a whole bunch of big dreams and, they work diligently towards them. A lot of them hit those goals. A lot of them actually make uh, a lot of money. So there's uh, um, ENFPs. They definitely know how to pick something and, and really grow and stick with it. Their function stack works where their external in intuition first, then uh, internal feeling. So unlike the INFP where it's all subjective feeling you know, first, uh, ENFP, it's all ideas, and then to the subjective feeling, and then to the uh, external thinking. So they're a lot more objective about what's really going on, uh, things that's happening in their lives, how to uh, connect and um, really uh, um, just just thinking here. Really, I, I think they're. One of the cool things about ENFPs, like the way that their uh, empathy works, is that they'll put themselves in someone's position and ask how they would like to be treated. And so that's how they make their actions. And so uh, when they're dealing with people, and I think that it's a really awesome thing to be around ENFPs because they they definitely like to take care of the people around them. They're fun. They're very optimistic. They're very extroverted, um, usually a life of the party. So. Um, anyway, those are the NFs, so we'll go to SJs next. So ISTJ, uh, very reserve type, um, very much like go by the rules. Um, it doesn't matter as long as it's like written down or like a uh, known rule or fact or something, they will be amazing at following up, following through and keeping the, to those plans. So there's all sorts of different things with ISTJ that uh keeps them like centered with uh just like making sure things are organized ordered um they are uh kind of like all over the place as far as hobbies go um things like sports games um uh, outdoor activities hunting all sorts of different stuff that they love to do so um, and I would say that like their function stack works to where it's internal sensing first, how they feel internally, those like sensing internally, that type of thing, um, and to external thinking, which is the objective thinking about what the object is, 
and then uh, ISTJ's third trait is internal feeling, and then their last trait is uh, external intuition. So they share the same function stack as the INFP and the ENFP, um, and they're definitely a lot more serious, things like that. The ISFJ is uh, fairly put together I would say they're very much organized. They're usually going towards their goal. They're very optimistic people uh, most of the time. Um, they they are very action-oriented types for being uh, introverted. I would say uh, ISFJs, they tend to be a little goofy, and they will... Um, I don't know. They'll get into a whole bunch of like of whatever their interests are, and they'll stick there. So like sports, you know, anime, all these different things that people will get into. That's ISFJs. Um, they love that type of stuff. Uh, they love the people in their lives, taking care of them, um, and their function stack is internal sensing, um, and then uh, external feeling of like the people around them, the group, to internal thinking. Um, so like ISFJs, they have a lot of database knowledge. They share the same function stack as INTP, ENTP. Um, and then their last trait is the uh, um, external intuition. So anyway, that's the, uh, the ISFJ. Um, ESTJ. So ESTJs, they're usually very confident, uh, usually really loud. They uh, are very scheduled they like to have people do things when they say they are going to do them they keep people kind of in respect to that they like to uh i guess they're they're kind of really good at like delegating um like they're natural leaders that way so they're really good at delegation they're good at managing um and I would say that they're they're actually a fun uh, type to talk to because they love to joke, they love to laugh, they love to um, you know get involved in all sorts of different things. They they also are kind of known as like the Karen type uh, that will kind of enforce things to on other people regardless, and that probably has something to do with their external uh, thinking. So their their function stack is external thinking first. Um, to internal sensing and then external uh, intuition. So they're actually a fairly intuitive type uh, coming up with ideas, things like that, to the last trait being um, internal feeling. And so they, uh, they do share that same function stack in a different order as like an ENFP would. So ESTJs, they kind of uh, have some of that flair, honestly. So um, ESFJs. They are really well put together people. I would say they like to make sure that they are kept up on what's going on around them, uh, even like fashion sense, uh, their relationships, people, events, pretty much everything that's happening in the here and now, they're the masters of. Um, and they will always help people get involved into whatever it is that they're working on and uh, doing. So. ESFJs, they usually are very kind. Um, they usually ask a lot of questions to kind of clarify things to make sure that they understand. Um, they care a lot about the people. Even though they are a feeler, they don't come off that way. They come off uh, 
like a feeler that doesn't feel in a way because their first trait is external feeling which is how the group feels not so much about the internal subjective nature of how they feel about things but it's like how they see the external object feeling is how that kind of works to internal sensing as a second trait um, uh, of how they kind of like sense themselves internally to external intuition um, and then their last trait is uh, internal thinking so they are a very interesting type the way that they work um, but that is the uh, ESFJ um, and that's the SJ so next last group is the uh, SPs so ISTP um, they are somewhat sociable when you are around them they are introverted so it's hard to get them out and, and about sometimes but they love to joke around they love to talk about ideas they like to debate sometimes of uh, like what's going on they are very active people they're really good with their hands they like to build things um and they like to like have kind of like a handyman like i can do all these different things like they are uh really knowledgeable in a whole bunch of different areas so um istp's function stack they start with internal thinking as their first function to um external sensing and external sensing is is like the what you can do with your five senses so database knowledge five to uh ex extroverted sensing um, makes sense why they're so good with their hands and building things um, to their next trait which is internal um, intuition of how things kind of play out and see that those types of things go through um, to their last trait which is uh, extroverted um, feeling and how the people around them feel so they're they're a very interesting type that way um, ISFP they are very introverted they're probably one of the most introverted if not the most introverted type um and they uh they they tend to stay kind of to themselves they uh they won't really go out of their way to like open up into new areas like new relationships that type of thing um unless it's like there's something that an external factor has kind of like brought them into it uh i've i've met a couple that are more um, motivated to, I guess, do a whole bunch of stuff like that. But a lot of ISFPs, they stick with their hobbies, their sports, their motorcycles, their um, their hands-on projects. Uh, and a lot of that probably has to do with their uh, external sensing as their second trait. But they, their function stack works as uh, internal feeling first. So kind of like the ego of the world, right? and then um, external sensing of what's going on in the world uh, with their five senses to internal intuition, so how things kind of play out and play through, to external um, thinking, so they're a little bit more objective. Um, ISFP shares the same functions as like an ENTJ and uh, INTJ as a great example. So um, they're just a more introverted sensing pairing of, of those types. Um, uh, uh, ESF, or sorry, ESTP. Um, they're usually all over the place. They have a lot of things going. Um, 
they're usually very uh, self-confident. So when you're around an ESTP, usually they're they're high in confidence. Um, they um, they tend to uh, shoot and then aim. So when they're going after their goals, they usually just go straight after them. They never plan. They just kind of just act with like a rough draft in their head. Um, they're they're kind of like ENTPs in that way. Uh, ESTPs, um, they're really good at sales. They're they're really good at like motivating other people. Um, they're good at getting what they want because of kind of the way that they work. Because their first uh, trait is external sensing to internal thinking and then external feeling. So, um, and then their last trait is in uh, internal, or sorry, yeah, yeah, internal intuition. So they can easily like fill out a room, tell what other people are thinking, have database knowledge to be able to help them with that. And then also at the same time, be able to read a room very easily just because their external sensing is so strong. Um, and that leads us to the last type, which is probably the biggest external sensor, which is uh, ESFP. Um, and ESFP, they, whenever you're around them, they're usually like really outgoing. They're usually the center of attention. They're usually really loud, um, making uh, jokes, uh, volunteering to go up to the front of the room to do all sorts of things that, you know, getting on karaoke, uh, going big on sports. Um, there's a lot of ESFPs that end up going into the military and becoming like amazing people that way. So there's uh, all sorts of different things about the ESFP, but their function stack works as external sensing to internal feeling and then external uh, uh, thinking. So they're very objective. Um, versus like an ISFP, for example. And then um, uh, their last trait is internal intuition. So they that's kind of like the way that they function is uh, they have a lot of that external sensing, which is probably the most extroverted uh, function of the whole stack. But uh, anyway, so that's the ESFP. And uh, which is good. Good timing on this. So we have about 30 minutes in. So um, I think I'll go ahead and end it there. If you'd like, uh, like I, this is going to be the last episode of the season. I'm going to start up again here very soon with uh, season two, getting more into depth about each type individually instead of just going through like an overview. But uh, feel free to listen to other um, episodes and learn what uh, you'd be interested in because learning about types is uh, very interesting, especially when you start testing people. So um, when you test people, I, I with Myers-Briggs, I like using like 16 personalities, which a lot of people will say isn't Myers-Briggs, which is true, it's not. Uh, it's It has like the T and the A, which has kind of like a neuroticism trait. So it's more closely related to big five than it is Myers-Briggs. So a lot of times people will mistest on, on uh, the 16 personalities. So, better to uh, uh, cross test with some other tests on there. Human Metrics is another great website to do your Myers-Briggs. Um, IDR Labs, 
there's uh there's a whole bunch if you just google and go through like a couple of them just to clarify your type or whatever um and then the the best way to figure out your type more than anything is to learn about cognitive functions um which i have an episode as my second episode i think that we did uh and really just go through what the cognitive functions are and understanding where you're at on those because there's a whole difference on objective versus subjective and the way that internal and external like cognitive functions actually work and the way that Carl Jung actually saw them. So I, I like using those methods way more than uh, using just Myers-Briggs by itself. However, my favorite method is using Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, tri-types, and instinctual variants all together. And I think it really helps. It, it's like 15,000 combinations or something. So anyway, with that, uh, find us at personality.directory and personality lounge on Spotify. Thanks.